0: Welcome to Savor Food and Body, a podcast for women in midlife who are ready to lose the mental and emotional weight of dieting. I'm your host, Amanda Bullitt, an undieting dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. Join me as I talk with other experts in the fields of intuitive eating, women's health, body image, and so much more. You'll also hear stories of women just like you who have learned to undiet their lives and fully embrace wellness without obsession. Let's get started welcome to this week's live conversation and today is going to be a little bit personal we're going to talk about binge eating the binge and restrict cycle and how you can how you can get out of that cycle and hopefully also kind of normalize why we get in it to begin with so i'm going to share a little bit of a personal story and hopefully that will resonate with you and and help you the next time you feel like you've just eaten more than you wanted to and that you realized. Think about this quote from when I was doing supervision with Evelyn Tripoli and Elise Resch and when I was working on becoming a certified intuitive eating counselor and both of them talked about a client that had been working on developing full permission with food, one of the principles of intuitive eating, and how this client had to write a poem to brownies. And it was called, "There Will Always Be More Brownies. And it was part of their experience of telling themselves and learning to trust themselves that they could always have more brownies whenever they wanted to. And when we do that, when we promise ourselves and tell ourselves can, and learn to trust ourselves that we will always have that food or give ourselves access to it whenever, we lessen the risk. binging on that food when we do have access to it so how do you fix binge and you know why does it even happen in the first place and how can we maybe stop it before it starts and this kind of ties into what our theme for this month is going to be both on the podcast and also um, here on our lives and we're talking more about gentle nutrition and we can't really talk about gentle nutrition and how to eat on a regular basis, if we don't address maybe what's going on behind the scenes in related to making full permission with food and acknowledging how and why we might get into the binge restrict cycle. So this week on the Sabre Food and Body podcast, we're gonna be talking more about mindfulness, meditation, and intuitive eating with Jenna Holmstein. And so you can check that episode out on the alpinenutrition.org blog and also on the Savor Food and Body podcast. So let's dive into this, how do we fix binge eating and why does it even start in the first place? I want to share an experience with you that I had last week. Uh, It was a really pretty busy week, had a lot of meetings, conversations with clients, and I didn't really have enough time for sitting down, eating regular meals, doing some movement that I enjoy, just kind of having some more time to myself, which is kind of ironic because I'm home by myself right now and the rest of my my family is traveling. And so I had all these great ideas of like, I'm going to get all this stuff done. It's going to be really great. And what ended up happening is my schedule just got really too full. So by the end of, of the week on Friday, I was really looking forward to making my favorite chocolate chip cookie recipe. And it's a recipe that I got from my dear friend, Lisa Crawford of the Tiny Kitchen. It's super straightforward. It's just a really delicious chocolate chip cookie recipe with oats. I'm a big texture person, and so I want texture in my chocolate chip cookies. And I get really good dark chocolate bars and then chop those up as the chocolate chips. So, so much great flavor satisfaction. And I was really looking forward all week. Like, I just got to get through this week. And then I can make my favorite chocolate chip cookies. So I make the recipe on Friday. And it didn't turn out quite the way that I was hoping to. I thought, that's okay. Well, I have a dinner coming up with friends on Sunday night. I'll make another batch and it'll turn out better, which it did. Because I forgot a key ingredient, as you do when you're distracted and you've been too busy and you're in midlife. But what happened is, so both of those batches, the first batch, even though they were okay, they were definitely edible and I did enjoy them, but I plowed through that whole batch and then I made the second batch. We had some for our our dinner and then I found myself polishing off the rest of that batch. So now we're two batches of cookies in in about three days. Now, I don't want you to compare yourself with those numbers. Um, I'm not even going to tell you how many cookies were in those batches. It really doesn't matter. The point being that there was definitely some emotional attachment for me going on with those cookies. Like I said, I had saved up this whole idea of taking care of myself. I saved that up all week long, waiting, anticipating to make these cookies for myself. And I'd also, in the back of my mind, you know here it is March. I haven't been able to move my body the, in in as much as my body typically needs and likes and enjoys, so my my size has changed. my clothes felt a little bit tighter, and even though I do this work every single day have lots of conversations with women about supporting being body neutral and feeling comfortable in their bodies, I am still a woman in diet culture I still internalize that we should be of a certain size. And it starts to get a little stressful when my pants are fitting differently. So I'm just like you. So I had to recognize that for myself too, going, okay, hold up. I think part of this whole cookie situation was also I had told myself, okay, it's March. You don't need to bake anymore. You don't need to eat any sweet foods anymore. Hiking season's going to start soon. It's time to get back up and to shape, and hopefully my pants will fit better too. Here I am, certified intuitive eating counselor, nutrition counselor, do this work all the time. Those thoughts still come up for me too. So I want you to hear me and me saying that to you, and then it is totally normal to have those thoughts because we are part of a culture that encourages those thoughts. Now, how you act on those thoughts is a different game. As I kind of reflected on like, what is the deal? What happened with these cookies? I haven't had an interaction with food like that in a long time. What happened is, as I was reflecting on it more as the week started, and I kind of dug myself out of my self, self-pity hole of going like, God, why, why did I do this? Like, I'm a professional intuitive eater. Why did I do this? don't spend too much time there if you if you get into the same mindset if you've been practicing intuitive eating for a while and you have an experience like this with food please don't beat yourself up about it because it's not going to help you through the process of what i'm about to share with you as i reflected back on my experience i went huh there are two key things that happened here one is that i didn't allow myself enough time for self-nourishment all last week i was rushing through my meals I didn't get time for some outside movement like I typically like that helps me get back into my body, decrease the stress on my nervous system, connect with my body. I didn't leave myself time for that. And I saved up self-nourishment all for the end of the week. And in that saving up process, it kind of blew up in my face, really. That's part one. I'm gonna share how you can avoid that happening for you here in a second. Part two is there was this restriction mindset going on in my head because I had told myself, oh, you know, hiking season starting soon. We better get back into shape. We better change how our, our body is shaped and you know, get our pants fitting a little bit better, AKA trim up, lose weight, whatever language you wanna use. So I had that restriction mindset going on in the back of my mind and I had this, I haven't taken care of myself enough throughout the week. So there was this perfect collision between, I shouldn't be doing this mindset, that's the restriction mindset, and I'm feeling really depleted and spent coming out of, of last week. How do we avoid that happening? One of the, the key tools that I teach both my individual clients and in group small group coaching, which is going to start again in April, by the way, is creating a self nourishment menu. So when you can sit down and can look at your week, even a crazy busy week, like I was going into last week, and you can plan out, okay, 10 minutes here, I'm going to get a walk in five minutes here. I'm going to do some stretching or reflective journaling. I'm going to make sure I get some lunch. I'm going to prepare some food at the head of the week. So I don't have to cook during the week. And I'm going to make sure I get 10 minutes to eat some lunch, 15 minutes, whatever that might be. Again, we're not talking about big chunks of time here, but you've plugged into the calendar that I'm going to allow myself time to nourish myself. Food-wise, movement-wise, connection-wise, social, being social, enjoying your hobbies, whatever that is, that's helping you address not getting to the end of the week totally spent like I did. The other piece of addressing the restriction mindset is kind of sitting, having a reflection. Maybe that's part of your reflective time during the week going, where did I even get these thoughts of my body should be a certain size by springtime to fit into spring clothes or to start moving my body more in springtime? Where did that thought even come from? Where did the thought even come from that I should use chocolate chip cookies to help me recover from feeling spent. Unpack those ideas. Think about, reflect on those beliefs that you might have about whatever the food it is that you tend to have a more restriction, restrictive relationship with. What I want to sum up with is that it's totally normal to have these experiences with, with food where you catch yourself eating mindlessly eating for emotional coping even a full on binge what happens though as you become more solid in an intuitive eating practice is that you can stop yourself even if it's after the fact but you can stop yourself and you can reflect back on whoa where why did this happen how did this happen where was my mindset how was i connected or disconnected from my body disconnected from my emotions I think this is really important, and I share this with my clients, I share this with my, my students or group members, is that it's not about not having those thoughts of like, I should never not think about not having this food. It's not about that at all. When you develop a practice of intuitive eating and you continue to practice the skills that you learn by becoming an intuitive eater again, is that you get faster at having these reflections and noticing, oh, whoa, I was a little detached from my body there. I was a little detached from my emotions, and this is what happened. This is how that all played out into food. So again, it's not that you should never have thoughts about food or get distressed about overeating or binge eating or not have negative body image thoughts that is definitely not what this work is about but this work is about can you work on those skills of mindfulness to bring you back into your present moment and then reflect on how did i why did i have that interaction with food or why was that a distressing eating situation i hope that's helpful and as always you can add comments, share your story, ask questions about this by going to alpinenutrition.org forward slash contact. And you can always get in touch with me there. I wanna also invite you to listen to this week's episode with Jenna Holstein on mindfulness, meditation and intuitive eating. And it will give you some additional skills on how you can help yourself walk through the aftermath, if you will, of overeating and binge eating when you do experience that. And until next time, continue savoring food in your body in whatever way sounds delicious to you. I'll see you again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening today. I hope this conversation inspires you to undiet your life and start savoring food and your body. You can find show notes and resources from this episode by going to alpinenutrition.org forward slash blog, B-L-O-G. If you'd like to learn more about my one-on-one counseling or group coaching programs, go to my website, alpinenutrition.org, and click work with me at the top of the page. And finally, if you found this episode helpful, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Until next time, keep savoring food and your body.